0: Perfect. Hi, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining into our fireside chat. We got a very special guest here, Simone. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Of course. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Yeah. I mean, as you guys know, today we're launching on Phantom. Uh, you're going to be able to mint my borrow my directly on Phantom against your favorite assets. Um, of course, pending our governance vote, which I'm pretty sure <laughs> is leaning in one direction uh, 99.9% in favor. So. Uh pretty pretty sure that's going to pass. Uh, but yeah, we want to learn a little bit more about Simone, you, yourself, as well, as what you guys are building on Phantom. So I think a good uh, good place to start would be to hear a little bit about yourself and how you got into crypto.
1: For sure. So uh, th- this is a funny story. So I got into crypto at the end of 2013. And uh, when this friend of mine, this co-worker of mine back then, uh, Mark, thank you very much, Mark. He introduced me to Bitcoin. So unfortunately, his explanation was very confused and uh, very, very hard to understand. They started explaining Bitcoin to me, talking about difficulty. And of course, I couldn't understand what he was talking about. And he couldn't understand either. So I ignored it for a few months. Then, of course, I I checked back uh, towards the end of 2013. And the price had gone up i don't know 60 percent, 80 percent. i was like hmm this sounds like a good time to to buy some bitcoin you know, it makes sense after you made you know almost a uh, doubled in price so um, so i went ahead and did that and of course bought the top uh back then uh forgot all about it came back in 2017 under very similar circumstances so random event of a friend uh, talking to me about something that I I thought he was talking about Bitcoin, but he was talking I don't know what about not not crypto, but it kind of reminded me it reminded me of uh, of that. So went back, uh, fell into into the rabbit hole this time. You know I I really wanted to understand what uh cryptocurrency were, what Bitcoin was, and uh, I never left since then. Uh, so this is my intro to to crypto.
2: Uh, that's really cool. And then what about, how did you get introduced to the Phantom? That's the segue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so of course, you know, the 2017 was madness. So lots of, you know, uh, public and private groups, lots of new friends made on Telegram. And um, one of these was Michael Chen. And uh, Michael Chen was, uh, started working at at Phantom back then, well, way before, of course, the, the sale. And uh so and a few mutual friends also were either working with Phantom or anyway, they were aware of uh, Phantom. And uh, I didn't participate in the sale actually, but I don't know how. I got very passionate about it right after it went live. And of course there was a huge dump because it was the beginning of the bear market. everyone was looking for you know for um, like a safe, uh, way of you know not losing money which means selling their their tokens and uh, and then i never left so i was one of the very first community members of phantom uh, i actually organized an event a few months later at the beginning of 2019 in new York city it was a meetup uh, with phantom Holochain, and iota and uh, phantom sent andre 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 cronie and he was amazing great experience uh, i had talked to him before on the phone but meeting him in person was really uh, incredible and uh so we had this fun meetup it was fun because of course i mean it's it's on youtube you can watch it it's it's, it's hilarious because um phantom did a better job of, of exp- at explaining iota and holochain than their respective speakers <laughs> So we, <laughs> it was not only explaining phantom of course presenting phantom but it was also uh you know Kind of, uh, you know, doing the other people' uh, job better than than they were doing, so it was it was quite amazing. Then we kept in touch, and um, at the end of two thousand nineteen, I got off to, offered uh, a position at uh, at the foundation. So of course I jumped on it. It was it was exactly was what I was looking for, and uh, yeah. So I started working at uh, at Phantom officially in uh, January two thousand twenty. But I'd done you know a lot of community work. Uh, for the past year year and a half for the previous year year and a half yeah uh, during
2: kind of like like the down spells in in the crypto world and everything along those lines what kept you in the space
1: well uh this is a really really good question what kept in the space i guess it's well i, I guess what i believe in is very aligned with uh with the cryptocurrency ethos and and general vision right i do believe that we're going towards a future where um, the individual will be much more important than uh, let's say countries or states or anything like that, right? Where we're moving towards a very digital future where these geographic uh, barriers and you know borders really don't make much sense. We're moving towards a future where uh, where you live doesn't really uh, matter meaning that you can live really anywhere in the world and work for any company. You know, you can live in the U S and work for a, I don't know, Japanese company, or you can live in Australia and work for a, I don't know, a German company. So based on that, uh, of course, crypto makes so much sense. You know, if we just think about uh, payments, for example, you know, I mean, uh, pay me, paying people, you uh, Workers, uh, you know, that they live in different countries can be a very, very big problem most of the times, and crypto solves this. So of course, and this just one very, very niche of of what cryptocurrencies can do. But let, let's call it let's call it digital money, right? This di- digitalization of money that we're seeing that you know is spilling in these amazing and creative ideas that we're seeing every day in DeFi. So, so yeah, I would say that that was what really kept me to into, into crypto, besides of course the community aspect, right? This this sort of uh social, yeah, social aspect that was not present before, ever present before with uh, fiat money, right?
0: Oh yeah, I, t- I totally agree. I think especially with COVID, a lot of teams are completely spread out. Like, um and all across the world, I mean even in our DAO, we have contributors, um, we might not even know where they're from, you know. Uh, and just it doesn't as,
1: matter, to be honest. It doesn't really matter, yeah. yeah.
0: All it matters is the output, right? Like, do you do your work, exactly. do it well. And yeah, so I, I totally agree with you. I think it's pretty cool how, how that's changing. Now, um, for some people that might not be as familiar, could you talk about, you know, what is Phantom? And I guess, how is it different from other blockchains?
1: Sure. So Phantom is a layer one network. Uh, the very big difference is that it's built on an ABFT consensus mechanism, so a synchronous Byzantine fault tolerant consensus, and that's sort of the secret sauce of Phantom. With these uh, ABFT consensus called Lachesis, uh transactions on Phantom are can reach an average of uh, confirmation, average confirmation of one second, so very very fast compared, say, to Bitcoin or Ethereum. And they're also very cheap. Uh, we're talking, depending on uh, the type of transactions, uh, they, they range from a fraction of a cent to a few cents. So this is a very very big uh, difference, you know, compared to what people are used to or we used to before this sort of explosion of uh, alternative layer ones um, with Ethereum. And um, of course, Phantom is fully EVM compatible. So uh, if you're a developer or developer team and you deployed your uh, your protocol on Ethereum, it's super easy to deploy it on Phantom. It's much more, uh, much cheaper, much, much cheaper to deploy a protocol and a smart contracts on, on Phantom. And it's also very fast. This for developers. For end users, of course, the user experience changes completely, right? Uh, on Ethereum right now, uh, if you want a fast transaction and fast Fast transaction on Ethereum is still you know 15, 30, 45 seconds, you have to pay um, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 dollars, depending on the on the smart contract interaction. Uh on Phantom instead, you know, as I said, you know, confirmation transactions are finalized and confirmed in, in average of one second, and they cost, you know, very, very little. So we're seeing the that end users really, really love the user experience on on Phantom. It really makes it uh, it makes it makes it more accessible for everyone.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It's uh it's not like you have to make a financial decision every time you have a a transaction. It's uh you kind of just kind of click confirm and don't really worry about it. Um I guess compared to other L2s how, how would you differentiate like you got Avalanche, you got Polygon, have a lot of little different like L2s popping up. Um what makes Phantom different or what's kind of yeah. like your niche?
1: Yeah, so um, the first big differentiation is that Phantom is not a layer two (laughs) and uh, Avalanche is not layer two. And uh, the only layer two that uh, sort actually, not even Polygon, I I wouldn't consider Polygon a layer two, it's more of a side chain. Layer two are more like Arbitrum and, uh, um, well, the other one that I'm I'm forgetting the name, but um, the, the big difference of course, is that layer twos and side chains such as Polygon they still rely on Ethereum for their security, meaning that if Ethereum for any reason goes down or it becomes super, super, super expensive, like that happened a few months ago, uh, sidechains like Polygon, for example, can, uh, can have issues. And that's what happened exactly with Polygon, right? So Polygon, the way that it works, it has to confirm sort of, it, it has some checkpoints that it has to write on the Ethereum blockchain. And if gas is too expensive, then validator fall, validators fall behind and then the whole thing scramble. Uh, Phantom is not like that and other layer 1s aren't like that. And you know, layer 1s are basically comparable to Ethereum. So Ethereum has miners will we'll have validator nodes once it moves to, uh, to proof of stake and Phantom has uh, validators as well. Avalanche has validators, Solana has validators, BSC has validators and so on. So all these layer 1s don't rely on their security and their liveliness. Liveliness on uh, uh, depending on other networks. Uh, that's that's a very very big uh, and important thing. So um, Phantom is uh, uh, at the moment is secured by around almost fifty validator nodes. And uh, now the differences between Phantom and the other uh, alternatives. So let's say you know Polygon, Solana. Avalanche, so first thing is mm, big differentiation, once again, is is that Phantom is EVM compatible, so Solana isn't at the moment, so that already puts it in a different category. And uh, generally speaking, Phantom is among the fastest uh, layer ones. I would say uh, it's as fast as as Avalanche. Um, Polygon is much slower. Um, However, it's much cheaper than Avalanche, not as cheap as Polygon, but, you know, I think it's, it's it really found, uh, Phantom found the sweet spot between mm-hmm. the, the sort of not expensive transactions of Polygon and the fast finality of Avalanche, so to speak. But anyway, these, you know, not to, not to talk bad about other protocols and other chains, I'm a huge fan of anyone that is building things in, in, in at this point in time because I do believe that the future is going to be multi-chain and cross-chain. So there's, you know, in, in, uh, in X amount of time, end users don't really and shouldn't even matter, shouldn't really care about, and they, you know, they shouldn't even see what chain they're using. It's all, you know, blockchains are a backend technology. It really doesn't matter if I'm using Phantom or whatever chain, uh, you know, what matters is the user experience. So we're really focused on the user experience to make that user experience as seamless as possible and as similar as possible at what people are used to, which means, you know, you go on Amazon, you click stuff, you buy stuff. So can we get a blockchain that can behave the same way? So I click stuff. I don't spend like $50 to do the click. And that click, I don't have to wait 30 seconds or minutes until I get the result of what I'm doing. So that's, uh, I would say, uh, we're succeeding at that
2: yeah I how do we actually how do we actually get to that uh, to that point? and I, I know that you had touched upon builders and all of that um kind of phantom being a fantastic place for builders. How are you attracting different builders to come and build on top of you guys?
1: That's a really good question. So I would say uh, we have a practical uh, way and a more um, phantom intrinsic way. The Phantom intrinsic way is the community. So anyone that comes to Phantom, uh immediately realizes how the community the phantom community is different and the phantom community meaning the uh the whole community in general so they very everyone in the community is very welcoming very open very helpful to each one uh, each other one and especially newcomers right um but also the developer community the developer community is so open uh with each other they really uh, they, they just help each other out you know even uh competitive protocols let's say competitive dexes they're still in touch with each other and uh, you know if there's really some uh, some big issue they just come together and a good example of this it wasn't really an issue but um, a couple of months ago we integrated a coinbase wallet on phantom and we had to coordinate lab, very last minute to to go live, and uh, in a matter of I would say a couple of hours, we had you know Spirit Swap, Spooky Swap, Scream, uh, Reaper Farm, and um, and a couple of other protocols coordinating with each other to make this happen. This is something that honestly I haven't seen in uh, in other blockchains yet. So this is this is a very very um, I would say sweet thing that that really belongs uh, to phantom at the moment the very practical thing to, how to actually uh, attract developers we um the beginning of september uh, we announced the the biggest DeFi uh, incentive program up to actually i think the other day then binance you know decided to do the one billion <laughs> program but you know we we did announce our 370 million uh, ftm incentive program at the moment is worth around I, I believe maybe 700 uh 700 million dollars or something like that maybe a little bit less but it's still huge and uh and developers love the way that we we framed the incentive uh, rewards program yes. yeah. so yeah. and we hear this a lot right from people that are also building on on other layer ones how, uh, phantom is different uh, regarding to that because our our uh, incentive program is very programmatic meaning that as a protocol you do this you meet this requirement no matter what you get these rewards you follow these rules you get that you do this you get that no reward, no surprises fully transparent and uh, it's as simple as that and uh, this is a very unique approach you know it's uh, again Andre and uh, Michael Kong and Michael Chen were behind this um this the, the idea of this new uh, system of, of rewarding protocols and unlike other um, other incentive programs that reward the end users directly we reward the the teams building on phantom meaning that uh, let's let's take an example of spooky Swap. spooky swap has i don't know 300 400 million uh, tvl on phantom they they qualify for the highest uh, incentive rewards and we give to them what uh, what we promise now what they do with their rewards is completely up to them they can decide to use all of it or part of it for liquidity mining for to incentivize end users or you know they can also use use it for expenses you know company expenses hiring people or marketing whatever they want to use so this is also another um you know breakthrough because before then it was just okay we reward you know x protocol to uh, for liquidity mining, so we decided. No, I mean, protocols—they should be able to decide. They know best. They know better than us mm-hmm. how to use that. Uh, th- those rewards,
0: right? Especially now with DAOs, right? Like it's not like people um, have bad intentions with like the money that they get. And I, I love the the fact that you guys structure it like that. There's so much back and forth. I think with other you know protocols, like you know, you got to craft um, you know proposal. Do you do it right? Are you pushing the right people? Are you lobbying enough? But uh, you know, with Phantom, is okay. Just launch, and here's what you do, um, and that just takes a lot of time off our shoulders. So
2: it's very, very nice. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. And for the builders that are watching, maybe maybe touch a little bit deeper into that uh, like grant program. So it's based off of TVL, correct?
1: Correct. So right now, actually, we we expanded it also to um, to GameFi and we're expanding it to DEX aggregators and NFTs. But for now we have the the requirements and the specifications just for DeFi protocols and um, gaming projects. So for DeFi protocols, there are four tiers and it's based on TVL, as you were mentioning. So uh, it's quite simple. So as a DeFi protocol, you have to meet a minimum of $5 million uh, in TVL on Phantom. If you meet the minimum, then you can apply for the incentive program. Um, after that, a two-month cliff starts. Uh, w- uh, during those two months, as a protocol, you have to maintain uh, that minimum level. If you go fall below the five million, the cliff pauses, and then you know starts again once the protocol goes back up. That uh, the five million dollar uh, TBL. Then after the two months expire, then the rewards start happening so we start we we send um the rewards vested over 12 months so the whole amount is divided by 12 and every month we send it to the protocol and uh, so the four tiers are 5 million 50 million 100 million and 200 million tvl and they get um i don't have the numbers in front of me but i believe 1 million ftm in 1 year uh 1.8 million and then 5 million and 12 million if i'm not mistaken but um, you know the, you, you guys can check out the, the blog article on our um on our blog for this very numbers. generous yeah yeah lovely. it's it's it's, uh, it, it's really really good rewards and people are Especially loving out
0: know that ftm is mooning right <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that, that's the other thing you know you know people as i said uh, protocols they're not required to use them all as liquidity mining or or at all you know we just basically we um we just shift that decision to the protocols. As I said, they know better. You guys know better what to do with the rewards and how to, you know, keep that uh, the TVL. Because one thing that you mentioned, of course, if the TVL go, you know, during the um, the twelve months falls be- uh, below the, the five million, of course, the rewards stop. However, if it goes up, so if you, for the five the five million, the first year goes to f- to fifty million, goes to hundred million to to two hundred million the protocol gets more rewards of course yeah. so it's very dynamic
2: No, uh, I, I love the way that uh, you guys structured that one and i mean also having the the two month cliff and all that kind of stuff means that projects have to stay around for a while in order to get the to get the rewards um which hopefully will mean that uh, you know there's there's less uh, short short term projects more long term projects um have you have you seen have you seen or noticed any like any gamifying of this, um, like how, how people might try and game the system in terms of like TVL and, um, and um, just rewards or,
1: not really. I mean, it's it's not easy to game the the TVL. I mean, you can game it maybe it you know for a short period of time and just for the you know the minimum uh, requirement, but f- I mean, it's very very hard to game it in the in the long term. Exactly. So, yeah. Especially
2: over a 12 month period of time. Yeah.
0: That's a lot of time. That's basically <laughs> 10 years in crypto.
1: So yeah.
0: <laughs> Imagine how many cycles we can go through <laughs> in oh, man. 12 months. Just <laughs> the summer, I guess we went through a couple. So
2: yeah. 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 And so speaking speaking about the projects, um like building on, on Phantom, what does what does Phantom or what does an ecosystem really need to be successful?
1: Hmm. Well that's that's a really good point. I would say even before having the you know specific projects on board um I would say the community is super important because you you can have you know whatever tech and but if if you don't have people that want to build and people that want to use it and people that are passionate about uh what you're building regardless of the price of the token because that's very important. You know everyone is super happy and bullish when um when the, the the price goes up but how many are, are going to stay uh, stick around when the price goes down now i would say that phantom has had um you know phantom was born in a bear market and there was was of course um a, a huge uh, pain because a lot of people were down on their investment so, you know, we went through, I don't know, a couple of years of, of you know, very unpleasant times. They were hard times as a community and, and as, uh, as team members as well. Because, you know, no matter how uh, you're building, how, how hard you're building, but, you know, your efforts aren't seen because the token price goes down. However, those that stuck around for those two years, they got, of course, handom sleep and hand-on- whatever. They got rewarded. <laughs> Sometimes my English is, you know, it's mixing with Italian, so it's not great. Um, they they got very well rewarded, but um, those two years of hard times created a very very strong core community of fandom that really supports uh, supports us, and we're extremely grateful for that. Now, I would say that that's really. Uh, a part that is is fundamental at this point uh, in Phantom, and then regarding protocols, I mean, it, it was a little bit hard to get some traction at, at, at the beginning, of course, because you know there were no projects, so you know nobody really wants to be the first. But uh, and and in fact, that's why the very first projects that came to Phantom, that actually were built in Phantom, came from the community itself, from developers they were part of the Phantom community. So Spirit Swap, Spooky Swap, these were the first. Then Curve was one of the very first uh, protocols to launch on Phantom because they've always been um, in touch with us. They've been very friendly. Um, And then everything else came after. You know, it was a little bit of a slow start, but not really. And then it really went exponential. (laughs) So we started seeing, you know, lending and, uh, you know, Scream. we, We started seeing amazing auto compounders like, um, Grim or a Reaper, Liquid Driver and so on. I mean, it's, it, it's really, really great stuff and we're seeing more and more coming, right? So you, I'm sure you guys saw Geist, uh, last week, which is, a, yeah. an AVE fork and it's amazing. There's Beethoven X now, like the, all these really, really, really cool protocols that are, uh, launch launching on, uh, on Fandom.
2: The growth has been amazing over the last few weeks. Like it's, it's insane. It's
0: insane. Yeah, you should see some of the charts, man. It's pretty crazy. Now, you did mention in some of those names, uh, you know, Halloween-related, uh, you know, themes. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Is that like a plan? Is that what you guys had behind the Phantom name? N-
1: no, really. I mean, it was it was completely random. Uh, and, and it all started with Spirit and Spooky. Spirit and Spooky were the first two Dexes to launch on Phantom back in February, I believe. And uh, they just played with uh, with the name Phantom, Phantom of the Opera, right? And it's was like, oh, okay, that sounds like, you know, we could do a spooky theme. And then this old, <laughs> this spooky theme kind of spread across the other the other protocols. So we had, you know, Scream, uh, Reaper, Grimm, um, and then I don't remember them all. But all of them, you know, Geist, uh, Beethoven X, uh, Tomb Finance, uh, and, and so on. Actually, one protocol that I forget most of the times is Zoo. Zoo one was probably the very first to, to okay. launch on phantom yeah
2: it, it makes it really easy for me when i hear the name i know okay that's on phantom i know for sure yeah
1: <laughs> that's i would say i really i'd like to take you know uh, ownership and you know that because it's really it's it's a great marketing strategy but it's we were not involved at all but as you said you know it's it's easy right Um yeah you say spooky you know exactly where that that it right. uh, is deployed on exactly
2: yeah
0: exactly. we're working with i think uh, Beethoven x and they have like uh like zombie looking Beethoven and musicians and yeah it's pretty cool to just kind of see like the whole halloween thing i bet now that halloween's coming up uh oh it's gonna goodness. be pretty special halloween especially with like your rise. is there anything special
1: planned not really i mean uh, the, the cool thing is i mean uh, not really from us but i'm sure that uh, the teams are preparing and i know actually for sure some of them that are, do, are, are doing some really cool stuff, um, but the the other cool thing is that Halloween is gonna be right after the developer conference, right? There's gonna be the very big developer conference in uh, in Abu Dhabi in uh, two weeks. Like, no, not even in uh, ten days. Ten days yeah, from now. 30, yeah. yeah. So so I think that's gonna be a nice you know a nice climbing up, uh, you know, in preparation of to the to the Halloween <laughs> drop, so to speak. So I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. Oh
0: yeah, exactly. Kila's a big Halloween fan, so I'm pretty sure we'll we'll have some sort of Halloween uh, party there. Oh
2: nice. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I get excited about things. Uh-huh. In, <laughs> in, terms, in terms of the developer conference uh, you mentioned, it's going to be in in Abu Dhabi. How can people get you know? How can people get more information about it? How can developers um, you know be a part of it? Maybe they can't travel, or they can. Um, is there, is there a way that, or place that they should find information?
1: Yeah. So the, there's a website that is phantomdc.com. So phantomdeveloperconference.com, but DC. And, uh, so as I said, it's in Abu Dhabi, it's from October 25th to October 29th. Uh, it's going to be amazing. They just released, uh, the team just released the agenda and, uh, the, there's really a lot of, uh, cool speakers. Um, Andre will be there yes, um, yes, it's something that really doesn't happen often at all. I will be there. Michael Kong will be there from Australia. Um, who else? Of course, Harry, uh, Roger Ver from uh, Bitcoin.com will be there as well. Uh, plus a, a lot of builders. Now, uh, the, the speakers will be... Some will be in person. Some others will be virtually v- virtual because of, you know, of course, the the Covid situation. And of course, you can join as as a viewer, both in person or in uh, or you know virtually. Um, for developers, I would say that uh, if you're plan, if you would like to to speak at the conference, let me know, get in touch with me. I can't promise anything at this moment because the the schedule is pretty much full. Um, but I know that you guys are actually, uh, going to coordinate and organize a super cool hackathon, given your experience with hackathons, and um, you know, mm, I know that Chainlink and Covalent and, and other uh, teams want to participate in the hackathon as well. So it's going to be really really cool. And uh, yeah, I would say that's it. I mean, absolutely, uh, you know, come to Abu Dhabi if you can, or join us uh, remotely. It's going to be it's going to be a great great event
2: yeah and uh one, one thing to the community listening uh the phantom team has been very amazing and responsive and all that kind of stuff so when he says reach out um it's not one of those things that uh, you'll just be waiting for a message and he's gonna leave you on red um you know they've been they've been amazing thank you <laughs> <laughs> um it, let's let's kind of dive deeper into i guess like the future future of phantom how how do you guys continue to like innovate what kind of upgrades do you have in the plan um, yeah yeah talk to that
1: so uh of course our focus is the the consensus mechanism right that that's our uh, you know the, the, the specialty basically mm-hmm. so we we're continuously improving on that um, to make it you know possibly faster i mean the, the latest upgrade that we did back in april uh basically halved the time of uh, the finality time from Mm -hmm. around around two seconds to around an average of one second. Now, it could be a little bit slower now because we're working on some fixes on on the consensus, but we're still talking 1 second, 1.5 seconds maybe. So totally acceptable. And of course, improvement at the consensus will be uh, geared towards improving, of course, the the finality time, but also the transaction costs. we have to deal, unfortunately, with uh, with the Ethereum Virtual Machine, and the Ethereum Virtual Machine really acts as a bottleneck uh, for for Phantom, right? So we can't push it as much as we as we would want, because you know the Ethereum Virtual Machine uh, right. just kind of um, you know blocks the, the the improvements, so to speak, up to a certain extent. That's why we're working on the Phantom Virtual Machine, the FVM. Uh, the Farton Virtual Machine will be fully, you know, compatible with um, with Ethereum, will be Solidity uh, compatible and should and will um, basically remove all the barriers that we're struggling with with, uh, with EVM. We don't have a timeline yet. I think Andre mentioned that it should come in uh, 2022. I would be even maybe be more careful and say even twenty twenty three because it's it's a really big thing. But of course, if it comes earlier, I'm super happy. Uh, so I would say that this is what uh, what we're focusing on uh, in in the long term. And then in the in a little bit of near future, uh, we we're releasing the new uh, updated wallet, completely redesigned Phantom Wallet that is going to act as a sort of only one DeFi suite. So besides having uh, the regular wallet functions, such as, you know, send, receive, stake, um, on-chain governance, b- both for proposing um, uh, proposals and uh, and voting on, on proposals. We're also going to have um, DEX aggregators and uh, yield aggregators within the wallet. So users can just, you know, log in the wallet and just do their operation, their DeFi operation right from the wallet itself.
2: Ah, that's amazing. Okay, so just making it overall making it overall easier for anyone to to really use. Um, I think yeah, that's that's the way that you're gonna reach the uh, you know the next mass of people. I think right now there's there's definitely like a DeFi community that um, we kind of know know the type, but if we want to expand out, we'll we'll definitely have to make that that a little bit easier. Um, what what other plans like do you have for trying to reach out to some of like the the non-traditional crypto people. Um, I know for for myself, I, I was actually really surprised. I was watching Formula One, um, and I noticed uh, Pierre Gasly. He had um, you know a a recognizable logo yeah. on, on his hat, and I was like, "Wait, is that Phantom?" And then I was like, I, I googled, and I was like, "Yeah, you guys are sponsoring, you know, like uh, Pierre Gasly and and wow. the AlphaTauri team." Um, yeah, yeah, that's
1: part, that, that's part, that's, of course, first thing is thanks to Herrier. Herrier is, uh, you know, early investor in Phantom, longtime supporter of Phantom. I would say it's almost now an extension of the team because he's doing such, you know, a lot of great work for us. And um, he did uh, sponsor Pierre Gasly uh, with, you know, with the Phantom logo. So that's, uh-huh. that's great. And uh, Pierre, is, I mean, Pierre himself is a huge Phantom fan. And he he holds uh, Phantom. So so it's it's very cool because it's not just okay, we put the log on, you know, on this random guy and that's it. Oh. He's actually, you know, he's he's interested in in what we're doing and he's passionate about it. And um so yeah, we're sponsoring that. And I believe the sponsorship will be also renewed for next year. I'm not sure, but I surely think so. Uh, we're also similarly similarly to what we we're doing with Formula One, we're doing it also with uh, MotoGP. So for okay. those of you guys, yeah, that uh, follow the you know bikes, uh, the MotoGP, <laughs> we we sponsor we sponsor uh, Petronas Racing. So Valentino Rossi and uh, I don't remember the other uh, the other pilot, but uh, yeah, it's great for me as you know. Uh, I, I think we're almost the same age, me and Valentino. So, and I remember I was in high school uh, when Valentino was 15 and he started, he started, you know, racing and he was this uh, incredible kid that was breaking all the records. So, for, for me to see, you know, the, in the last year of his career, to see the Phantom logo on Valentino's uh, nice. suit and, and bike is pretty, uh, pretty nice.
2: That's pretty cool. So I see a, I see a theme of speed here. So yeah. phantom, phantom Speed, F1, MotoGP. Okay. When are we <laughs> going to
0: see um, the Phantom logo on Inter Milan?
1: Well,
2: <laughs> let's
1: see. Let's see. <laughs> let's see about uh, about soccer, but, you know, or football. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Day- you
0: know, a, a lot of people talk about blockchain, about being this, like, esoteric, you know, intangible thing. But then you start seeing in real world assets, right, like in like teams, as you guys said, like you're sponsoring, Uh, of course, uh, FTX is sponsoring the, uh, an arena, I forgot the name.
2: Yeah, the Miami. The Miami Miami Arena, yeah.
0: It's it's crazy, it's like in your face, you know, crypto is here to stay. Uh, I love to see it.
1: And yesterday, actually, Binance sponsored Lazio, the Lazio team. Really?
0: Wow. Okay, I'm a big football yeah. fan. If you if you haven't Whoa. noticed, that. <laughs> so that's insane. For
1: yeah. Wow. I gotta get this shirt now. Yeah, and I think that crypto.com is sponsoring Paris Saint Germain, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, we I, I think. We're, <laughs> yeah, I think we're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna see way more of these things because uh, or thanks to NFTs, right? Let Let's see what's gonna happen with NFTs yeah. and social tokens and and stuff like that. Because I think there's some really good. Things that are aren't explored yet with NS, NFTs in, in particular. So, I think we'll we'll see a lot more of these sort of uh, you know interplays of uh, especially sports and and crypto projects.
2: I mean, we're we're happy to dive in deeper if you wanna if you wanna dive in deeper into like NFTs and, and DeFi and, and yeah, uh, and Keyless are in-house
0: uh, DeGen. So, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, we like NFTs. All of our vaults are NFTs. Um, you can actually like trade the like the debt positions on OpenSea nice. as if you was like a CryptoPunk or something. Uh,
1: so yeah, that's awesome. really that, cool. that, that that type of use of NFTs is one of those that is not too explored. So I'm you know very happy to hear that you guys are are are, are doing something like that because yeah, I mean right now it's just pretty JPEGs, but NFTs can be uh, pretty or not pretty depending. So <laughs> can be way more than that. So. I'm also very excited about redeemable NFTs, right? Uh, Right. We started seeing some of those, you know, you buy an NFT, you can redeem it for say, you know, uh, some physical item or some real life experience, or you own this NFT and that will give you access to certain event or something like that. So it's great, you know, so, so I'm very happy. And speaking of NFTs, I'm also, uh, very happy to see what's happening on, on phantom right now. with all the, the NFT boom that we were seeing on phantom and part is because of course, it's part of the, the NFT wave, right. That is kind of expanding to phantom, but part of it is how easy it is to, to meet NFTs or trade NFTs on phantom, right. Cause okay. you know, on Ethereum, you know, the, the, everyone is, 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 you know, knows about the gas wars on, on Ethereum to, to mint NFTs. And it's insane to be honest, you know, sometimes you 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 end up sp- uh, paying more for the transaction fee than the cost of the the nFT itself which doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and um, on Phantom is not like that so it's it's a very again very big shift in user experience
0: right yeah I I only use ethereum for like the bare necessities you know like things that I can't <laughs> can't do anywhere else but um, you know I, slowly but surely um, you can do anything on other on other chains as well now so yeah especially I, now that, uh, oh sorry.
2: No, no, I was just gonna like hop on that. I had to make like a payment like on the Ethereum chain two days ago. It cost me like $400 uh, $400 just to make the transaction.
0: Yeah, I wanted to like trade on Uniswap because I bridged the wrong asset and then it was like $15 to approve. And I'm like, just to approve a token, $15. Like, I don't think I will ever spend $15 on Phantom on all my transactions. So (laughs) uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. And no, actually, I don't know if you guys are aware, but also any swap built an NFT bridge. Really? So there's an NFT bridge between Ethereum and Phantom. So, so it's yeah.
0: I imagine. I wonder if you could trade our collateralized depositions from a cross chain. Across chain from. I'll have to chat with uh, with our devs about that. That's yeah. pretty. Yeah, cool.
1: I mean, for sure. If he, you know, if it's only just for the for the transaction fees, right? It's just you bridge it over to Phantom. Then it's on Phantom, and you can trade it, you know, with Phantom. Uh, transaction fees, and then if you want, you can bring it back to to Ethereum.
2: Are, are there any chance with like large uh, NFT projects, like maybe OpenSea or something like that, coming to coming to Phantom?
1: Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. OpenSea, <laughs> in particular, I feel that they were not too happy that we released Archeon. Arteon is Phantom's NFT marketplace that we made open source, and we made it with no fees whatsoever. So. Any any sale that happens on on Artion is uh, goes you know to the directly to the to the seller or if there are royalties goes back to the to the artist but the platform itself doesn't take any any fee so I uh, yeah I don't think that OpenSea like that so <laughs> let's see now Artion itself we made it open source so the 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 goal uh, of that was to actually um, push and uh, sort of um, inspire other builders to to build other nft marketplaces on phantom using maybe artion as a starting point now right. um it has a few bugs the v1 but we're we're releasing v2 i believe this month at some point with most if not all the bug the major bug fixed fixed uh so that will be very exciting and i know for sure of a couple of teams already working on forks and there was yesterday actually an, a, an nft marketplace that was announced on phantom i think it's x but I have to double check. I think it's x dot. Yes, it's x dot xyz. X dot uh, xyz. Okay. Yep. And uh, yeah, that I believe is a is an Artyom fork with uh, with their fixes.
0: Yep. Oh, I need some cobwebs and some you know pumpkins. <laughs> I, I'm missing. I'm missing the spooky. I, I guess we'll we'll have to get on their Discord, <laughs> send them over some stuff. Perfect. Yeah, I, I guess kind of moving more towards to your experience um, within crypto, what, what excites you about DeFi? What excites you about the crypto space, you know, moving forward?
1: That's a really good point. I would say what excites me about DeFi on Phantom specifically is mm-hmm. to see what people can come up with that isn't possible, that wasn't possible before, right? We, we, we're seeing already something like that, for example, with uh, Reaper Farm. Reaper is absolutely my favorite project on on Phantom, and it's uh, a you know I, I've I've been a fan since months uh, months, and uh, the reason first reason is that you know they don't have a token yet, so I can you know talk about it no problem because you know there's no token that people can go buy, um so they can just use it. But seeing the traction that they reached, especially the beginning without a token, it's remarkable. And what Reaper does, it just auto compounds. Your your LPs, so you you put your LPs in Reaper, okay. and I think they they auto compound like twenty times per hour, something like that. That's and, very interesting. Uh, yeah, and uh, and Green does uh, you know s- something similar. I mean the, now there are a few of them that that uh, operate in a similar way, but you know something like that it's impossible on Ethereum. You know, think about doing auto compounding you know, 20 times per hour on Ethereum. It, it's just not possible, you know, because of the transaction fees. So I would say that's a glimpse of what is possible to do on Phantom that is not possible to do on, on other chains, maybe. Um, so I'm very curious to see what people can come up with, uh, you know, following the same path. So what's possible by leveraging, you know, uh, Phantom fees and Phantom speed, that is impossible on on other chains, and maybe also putting in you know creative ways of integrating NFTs, as you guys you know were mentioning before, and you know so that, that's something that I'm I'm really looking forward to. And then you know, define generally is, is I, I just love it. I love how it uh, it just interoperates. You know, all the protocols can kind of you know work as as Lego blocks, and you know, and mm-hmm. and build on top of each other.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a big thing for us trying to build on top of each other. Is there, is there a project or something on Phantom that, or not on Phantom that you really want to see kind of come over? Is there, like is Phantom missing something that you really want? You uh, can't
1: say cheetah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would say, uh, this is a very hard question because if you ask me a couple of months ago, I would tell you, you know, I would have a list. Now yeah. I don't have the list anymore. That's good. So I would, yeah. I mean, I I would have loved Yearn, and Yearn came. I would yeah. have loved Ave or Ave like that we have right Geist, now, yeah. Geist and uh, n- not really And Enfrax. You know, coming to that, that's another amazing thing. I'm sure there are. I mean, I know there are more protocols coming over, but I would say that now at Infantom we do have the full range of um, of DeFi protocols, right? So. Yeah, as I said, now we can, we're can. we ready to go to the next step, which is, okay, we have all the basic. The basics are covered. We got, you know, yield optimizers, yield aggregators, uh, DEXs. We got lending and borrowing. How do we go to the next step? How do we leverage yeah. phantom properties to, you know, to do something super cool with all these uh, sort of ingredients?
2: Well, it makes it so much better for other projects coming, like, coming over if they can build on top of all of these different, like, um, like you said lego lego pieces it makes a huge difference um and yeah now since you have basically everything that anybody wants i mean there's there's no reason not to at least go and and check phantom out um, for sure and then um i guess speaking speaking of some of the projects and and lego pieces we are launching our own phantom today um do you have any do you have any thoughts in in particular about cheetah or what we do and um and you can be
1: you can be honest not uh no no, not really so to be honest um i really really liked our interaction so far i would say that you guys are i mean so i'm not playing favorites at all and you know i would say that phantom attracts a specific kind of builders, and you guys really fit in the, the the developer community within Phantom. So all Phantom teams are super, super nice people, and you guys, you know, since our first interaction last week or a couple of weeks ago, were very, very nice, very approachable, very down-to-earth, and you know exactly, you know, you're simple, you're easy to deal with, which is, you know, it makes it easy for everyone because we are on the same, you know, we are the same and uh so i'm very very looking forward to your launch and uh, you know welcoming you in the in the phantom ecosystem and i know already that you guys are going to going to play a key role because of you know how proactive you are with uh, with the community right you know organizing uh, the, the other builders like like you're doing on telegram possibly organize the hackathon for for the developer conference so i, I would say yeah great great addition to the ecosystem
0: yeah we're, we're happy to be here so uh you know, we like to hit the run, right, ground running.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. No, it's 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 been a pleasure so far, really. I mean, the community, the community within Phantom is is beautiful, and yeah, we're we're happy to be part of it. And then also, we're happy to just help provide any Phantom user, you know, the ability to really leverage their tokens and use the value of them within the ecosystem. Because I think, yeah, without
0: having to go out, maybe go to like Ethereum and then having to come back i mean we're we're in phantom for, for in the first place for one reason, right? We don't want to have to go to another chain and then have to come back yeah um, perfect awesome. yeah now if if you had to ask something of like the cheetah community what what would you ask?
1: ooh, that's a hard question uh, I like the, these hard questions uh, what can I ask the cheetah community hmm well i i I like to get back to you on that one because <laughs> I I I wouldn't really, hmm. I mean, I could ask, it's not really I, well, I would ask them to come and try Phantom. <laughs> That's There's an easy her. one. Just because you know, one thing is to hear about all these things like, oh yeah, Phantom is fast and cheap and blah, 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 but never try it. But once you come and try it, you're going to see the difference. And I also invite everyone to, to try all the other chains because then, you know, you can really make um, make up your mind and make your own decision, right? You, you know go try you know the others. Go try avalanche, go try polygon. And, uh, and you could really see you know which one you like best, which I think it could be Phantom. And you know <laughs> without taking away anything from from the others, you know right. avalanche is re- really great uh, user experience as well. I think Phantom is still uh, offers a much more, much, much more uh, seamless user experience, oh. but, you know, I can't really say the same for Polygon, for example, S- still in the mindset, you know, with the mindset of, you know, a greater uh, mass adoption and stuff like that, you know, there are technical hurdles that other chains have to solve before. And I would say that Phantom is quite a bit ahead on, on that front.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If you have, if you ever think of other things that you want to ask, our like our Discord is very active and very welcoming. So feel free to hop in there, and you can always uh, ask our community stuff. Uh, I'm of sure they would be willing to respond.
0: Yeah, as you said, like I, I, in my time in crypto, I've learned that you know one thing is reading about a protocol or a chain, another a completely different thing is using it. Right? Until you actually use the protocol, you really don't know what's going on. And yeah, so far I've been I've been using Phantom uh, to test out our stuff, so uh, no problems at all. I've had a good experience so far.
2: Yep. Uh, I mean, also for for the new users, if you if you need gas, uh, you can go over to uh, Spooky Spooky's Spooky's Discord. You can get some gas and uh, make sure you're ready to uh, to go and and put some assets into our uh, our Phantom vaults.
0: Yeah. Now, um, you know, we do have these fireside chats often. Um, We try to come back to them weekly. Who would you like to hear from um, at our next fireside chat? Be it a project or an individual.
1: Well, I want to say, I would like to say Andre, but he will never do it. (laughs) (laughs) But not because of you guys. It just doesn't do interviews or fireside chats or anything like that. So, um, hmm you know what maybe I mean if you guys can get the guys guys it would be amazing to to hear from them because they, they built something really cool and um, they had to completely sort not completely but partially reverse engineer Ave uh-huh. so I would say it would be very interesting to to hear uh, both your you know your your, your their journey in uh, in phantom and as well you know uh how is fun is phantom difference different from what they were uh, used to before. Uh, yeah. yeah, I
0: mean we've had Ave here before, so it'd be interesting to see. You know, the yeah. Differences. Uh, okay, well, guys, you're you're unnoticed. Uh, we'll we'll be sure to call you out and uh, ask y'all to come over.
2: Yeah, exactly. I, I think it would be I think it'd be really cool because, um, like on on Polygon, we we allow people to take their Ave Market tokens and use those as collateral, and on Phantom as well, we'll be looking at at leveraging Geist and kind of including them into the into the mix and being able to use their tokens. as clients. We love receipt
0: tokens. Yeah. you know auto compounding receipt tokens. Any receipt tokens we'll we'll take in.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Geist, we're coming. We're check out your DMs.
0: Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, perfect. Thank you so much, Simon, for your time. You know it's a it's a pleasure talking with you. We're very excited to be launching these votes uh, later today. Uh, as soon as our snapshot votes end, which I'm sure they're gonna pass, uh, given current numbers uh yeah you will be able to leverage your tokens um at zero percent interest on on phantom so very excited for that
1: awesome thank you guys looking forward for uh you know for the launch
0: all righty perfect take care guys bye thank you
1: bye-bye